to have a very interesting topic to talk about today. So as for a lot of you guys that are probably paying attention to mainstream media, even though this is like a horror channel, we still like kind of like pop culture type shit sometimes, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I'm kind of paying attention to what's going on in the internet because I need hella memes and shit. Right. <laughs> hella ratchet memes. So right. right now, what, what's happening in the world right now, or should I say what's happening this past weekend, is the whole Will and Jada relationship. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are probably like done hearing about that, but I thought it was a pretty interesting topic to kind of bring up because I myself, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube, which is why I am on here, you know, putting videos on my own. but you know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I saw a very in interesting video by Abbas and Preach. And it was talking about relationships. And when one of the persons that they interviewed or talked about was a woman who was in a relationship with a guy or says she didn't want to be in a relationship with a guy if he wasn't on her same level or some some crazy nonsense like that so their answers about this woman because her answers was totally fucked up by the way right so sure. so her answers was pretty much like something very toxic which i kind of agreed with but it made me think about like just and, and, it, and it makes me think about stuff that's happening in my personal life too as far as relationships go but it just made me realize there's a trend that's kind of going on and it's very much toxic relationships. Right. And, oh, I remember now. I remember. So the woman, she said she is upset that her ex is doing better than her. And the reason why she was upset is because she gave the man 10 years of her life. Well, 10 years of her life, in her words. And all he did was smoke weed, play video games all the time, and didn't really get a job. After she left him, he pretty much gained, like, a job and was doing better for himself, had a nice car, everything like that. And mm -hmm. he got that in a span of, like, five years after she saw him again. So she saw him, like, five years after they broke up. Right. And after she saw him, she was pretty much upset by the idea of, him actually accomplishing so much and she, all she could think was well why couldn't he do that for me right. so so it made me think about 
not only the climate of what's happening right now with relationships and and i'm speaking on like circles around me and just things that i see personally myself but it also made me think about the movie topic of today which is acrimony and concerning like what's going on today with will and jada toxic relationships and just like that video I had to bring Dimey on just to talk about it a bit. I mean, we were talking like a few <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we have to put right. quotation in minutes right. because right. it was more than minutes. minutes. <laughs> right, black people minutes, black people Yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we were definitely going in on the topic of like toxic relationships and just not only um, talking about um, relationships in general, but kind of like reflecting on our past relationships too. So right. for a lot of you guys, if you haven't seen the movie before, Acrimony, because this is basically what this woman actually from Abyssin preached really made me think about. She made me think about Taraji P. Henson in Acrimony. And if you guys haven't seen Acrimony before, which you guys should, it's on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, it's definitely worth it. I'm not a Tyler Perry fan, honestly. I don't care for his movies, but this is one movie I could truly say, like, he really hit the nail on the head with this one. Yeah. Yeah, so if you guys haven't seen it, you should check it out. But Acrimony is literally about this woman named Melinda, which is played by Taraji P. Henson. And the character Melinda ends up meeting this guy named Robert, who is played by Tariq Bent. So... What happened is that they get into a relationship with each other. It's kind of rocky at first, but then they eventually kind of like, I don't know if they go on a steady trend. Would you say it's steady? Because I think it, it still is kind of rocky. Yeah, it's pretty much rocky from beginning to the to, to end, like for sure. Their relationship was never really like steady. I don't Yeah, it, it wasn't a stable relationship. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it wasn't really a stable relationship. I mean, he cheated on her. He pretty much was kind of taking advantage of her. But right. he had a but he had a dream that was gonna revolutionize the world and was gonna change the world for the better, as well as make him a lot of money. Mm -hmm. He ends up, well, they end up breaking up. She ends up leaving him. He didn't, he doesn't leave her. He wanted to stay with her as much as he can so he could give her the world. But she ends up breaking up with him. She ends up staying in the same place or even worse. Actually, she was off, she was worse off than him afterwards because she lost yeah. the house. Yeah. She lost the house and she had to move in with her sisters who didn't like Robert to begin with. Mm -hmm. But after she pretty much left him, he ended up doing better for himself. His battery actually hit. He got the meaning that he wanted. He got the licensing and everything. And he got those billions. He managed to buy her house back, pay her back. Yep. <laughs> and apologize for everything that went wrong in their relationship. Yeah. So bring it on to the first question of this topic since Melinda was kind of like, she was like this woman. She was definitely like this woman in the Abyssin Preach um, letter that, I was, that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. 
she did not like that Robert succeeded. And after he succeeded, she saw that everything that he was doing should have been hers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like with that, like women and men and, or, or any relationship period paragraph is like, you got to have your set of goals first mm -hmm. and foremost and have them separate from each other. And then like, as you are building your, your goals, will building to your goals and their, your partner's building to their goals, you then come together as far as like meeting each other um, at a halfway point and being like, okay, well, this is what I have to bring to the table and this is what I have to bring to the table. And, you know, you guys can still do this as you guys are in a relationship together. I know sometimes that can be pretty complex, you know, to, to, to make that happen. But it's, you know, like it always has to, like, like I said, just stimulate from, you know, having your own goals first and foremost, achieving those one by one and, and however the process goes for that person or in, and then same thing for your partner and, and you've got to support each other, you know, as, as you guys, dreams is coming together, but you know, with what Melinda was just, just talking on what I re remember from uh, her standpoint, she allowed herself to be a doormat in this relationship mm -hmm. and far too many times. I feel like it's not only just, um, women it's men too and and vice versa but it's like you know there's always that one partner or that or i shouldn't say always but there is that situation most times than not that um, one partner is is putting more into the relationship than the other person is and you know or is doing far too much that is really not asked of them but you know they're doing it because it's it's coming from their heart they want to be that right or die for that person and 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 um they're looking for validation like they're looking for validation yeah that i really agree i yeah. agree yeah, it's yeah. definitely validation yeah and codependency. oh go ahead i'm sorry to cut you off no no no. and, and codependency validation and codependency but yeah yeah well see as like we've seen in the movie, I mean, she tried to claim everything. And I mean, to me, I'm like, you dipped. You literally dipped in the relationship and you dipped because you were tired of everything. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no way, shape or form did both sides really try to create a boundary in the relationship of like, okay, well, if you don't, if you don't stop doing this, this is what's going to happen. Right. I mean, I think, I feel like so many people are so quick to jump into a relationship. They forget the aspects of like trying to learn a person, learn a person's habits, or even just trying to like let a person know like, hey, this is a boundary that I'm not with, you know? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna speak on something personal and I kind of didn't bring this up before we recorded. Sure. I recently, um, I, I don't want to call this a date, but <laughs> I went out with somebody on my birthday, which was this past week. Aww. So uh, yeah, before you say all that, you might want to take that one back. <laughs> 
because this person was certified crazy. So. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Take but, that uh, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like, I met this person on like one of those dating apps and what have you. So, I mean, like any other millennial would. Right. <laughs> by the way. Right. That you know. So talked to this person for like maybe a week, week and a half. And they were like, hey, I want to meet up. Let's have a picnic on your birthday. I never had a picnic on my birthday before. So I was like, you know what? This, this sounds pretty dope. You know what? Let's a do that. Fancy, a little something. But the thing is, is like this person said like, um, they said this is not going to be anything with pressure, no pressure or anything like that. So I'm like, all right, no pressure, whatever. Right. So on, so on, on to kind of like set a story up a bit, <laughs> like on these, on these dating apps, I don't use my real name much anymore. <laughs> on right. these things. I, so agree. I, I, I literally use my YouTube name on there. So I could kind of, you know, cut down on the crazies if, if it doesn't work out, right? <laughs> you know? So, exactly. so like, I'm talking to this person. I'm like, you know what? This seems like this might go somewhere. If this day goes right, I might have to tell this person my real name, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. All right. You know, like, you know, they got to earn the real name <laughs> kind right. of thing. That's but, but I mean, I guess that was probably wrong on my part because I guess they think I was deceiving them, but not really a deceit. It was more like, hey, I'm watching out for myself, you know? Well, yeah, I get you on that. I respect that. Like, I don't even give my number out anymore. Hardly. <laughs> like, fuck that. I'm like, a bunch of crazies and shit. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah, so we we go on the, on the, on the, and I still don't want to say date, but we go on the outing. <laughs> I meet her up. I get to the venue first, by the way. I'm, I get to, like, the, the location first before she does because she was doing whatever. Um, I tried to like tell her like, hey, I found a spot. So um, whenever you get here, just let me know where you're at so I could meet up with you and we could find a spot together. Right. She didn't like that. She was already like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. You need to find a spot, this, then the other. She didn't say it like that, but it sounded like that to me in my head. <laughs> you right, know? right. <laughs> you know, right. so she was just like, no, find a spot, pick a spot this that and the other and I'm just like uh okay sure whatever so I pick a spot I remembered something about like something that she liked she told me that she liked nature and that she liked animals and stuff like that mm -hmm. so we were at Echo Park by the way so I Ooh, picked it nice. yeah so I picked an area where there was like ducks and everything like real life ducks because you know how they like have the duck boats in the real yeah. ducks the swan, swan boats, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I picked the spot where there was like the real ducks where you could see them. So I was like, oh. okay, she'll she'll like that. So whatever. <laughs> you know. I I mean I pay attention to shit like that. <laughs> Romantic <laughs> <You know>? issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I picked that spot. I'm sitting there chilling. She gets to the location. I don't know where the hell she was. I'm trying to figure out where she's at. She can't figure out where I'm at. She's already trying to dip. 
And I'm just like, no, like, you just got here. Like, why are you trying to dip already? Right. So I got up from the spot, looked for her, found her, and she still was kind of like trying to dip and whatever. And I was just like, oh, like, come on, don't dip, don't dip. Let's, let's chill, let's chill. So we go back literally to the spot that I started off at. <laughs> that I told her I was at. So I was like, she was like, what? You were here the whole time? I'm like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and she tried to say that she walked past me, but it's like, I didn't see her at all. Like, come on now. Like, oh you, 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 did, you didn't walk past me. So right, anyway, exactly. So anyway, mm. we, we talked. We're having a good time. We're having laughs and all that. You know, eventually I was just like, all right, let me tell her, like, the deal you know broke it down to broke the deal down told her my name and then that's where like hell just break loose and it was just like I'm like okay <laughs> but point being is it's like it it seemed like she was hurt from something in the past and it was just like okay well yeah this didn't seem like a, too much of a good idea to be doing and all that and yeah she wasn't ready she wasn't ready and she yeah it was like i almost fell into like another toxic (laughs) environment yeah i feel you so yeah it was just like to me it was just another episode of like oh and it it brings me to my point i just remember why i was bringing the story up (laughs) it was about like boundaries so so when I actually told her my actual name, she gave me this whole stick about like how she doesn't like it when people don't like use their names, this, that, and the other, that it's a pet peeve. And to me, I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know that? Right. And I'm supposed to, and first of all, I need to protect myself. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to know that? Like, that is that is something I'm not going to know off the bat, you know, like, and it's just like, it goes back to what I was saying about the movie. Like there needs to be a genuine topic when couples, when they have like relationships or when they talk. And this is just stuff that I've learned over the years. And especially with the last relationship, the well relationship (laughs) that I was telling you about earlier, you know, (laughs) you know, like, there needs to be an established amount of like boundaries. Like, you know, I know sometimes like, I feel like, I feel like some people don't like to talk about like what makes them tick, you know? Right. Right. And they don't like how they don't really like talk about like, well, this makes me angry. This makes me angry. You know, don't do this. Don't do that. They kind of generalize on the whole idea of like, well, my ex did this, my ex did that but they don't really go into details of like, well, these are my pet peeves. This is my boundaries. This is the line you shouldn't cross. Right. You know? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes there's not enough like open honesty in the opening parts of the relationship. You know, everybody's like swept away in like the whole, oh yeah, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> like oh, this yeah. is, I like this feeling right now and this is just like again I'm speaking on terms of like what I've 
you know, witness or stuff that I've experienced. I'm, I know everybody's experience is not the same and some are different, you know, maybe some are actually establishing those boundaries and what have you. But right. I'm just saying things like that. I've seen that I'm just like, uh, yeah, maybe people need to start establishing that stuff, you know? <laughs> I agree a hundred percent. Like, and, and I, and I, I can see where you're coming from on that. Like people go from like, you know, oh my gosh, it's a new person, it's a new relationship, oh, it feels great, and it's wishing yeah. good, good yeah. stuff. It's like a shiny new toy, like, they're all excited about it, but it's like, once in that toy starts, like, doing stuff that they don't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> malfunctioning, that's the best word to put. When it starts malfunctioning, they're, like, pretty much over it and want a new shiny toy, right. you know? Yeah, exactly, 100%. And sometimes it's, like, for me, like, uh, like just based off what you were saying about the date, like, you start getting these vibes, like, nah, this is not the relationship for me. Like, you just start getting these, like, reminiscent vibes of, like, the previous situation you've been in. And it's tricky because it's like, damn, like, you don't want to compare and contrast your 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 every relationship that you've been into the next relationship but it's kind of hard to not do that because it's like I'm not trying to be in the same relationship you know that I was in before you know the past you know six relationships I've been in before like I ain't trying to do that to myself again you know and it, it's it's but it's difficult because it's like like and, and I think like that's where I'm at with my dating life right now is like it's not that I don't see potential I see a lot of cute guys I see a lot of handsome people and that I come across and stuff like that but it's like ooh, are you a karmic lesson or are you like I'm looking for what I'm looking for is the person that I'm gonna be with that's it you know like that this is one and done you know that's what I want you know but it's not like where I'm with, like, with people, like, I'm telling you, I'd be, I'd be meeting people, and I'm like, oh, they're super cute, like, damn, like, they're cute, and then, but then it's like, mm-mm. That one girl, she reminded me about the girl I was telling you about when she started flipping out, Yeah. and, and yeah, after, the, after we met up that, that day on my birthday, yeah, I didn't talk to her again, like, we maybe text, like, a couple of times, but that was it, and then I just deleted her number because I was like, I ain't trying to deal with that shit. No, but, I hear you. Definitely. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And I, I <laughs> it's funny because I'm going in on this one. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Like, when I say, like, home chick that I met up with reminded me of the last girl that I was telling you about. Here's what the last girl that um that I was telling you about, what she did, that, that kind of reminded me of what this chick was doing when she flipped out. So, like... When I was, when I first met up with that girl, we, you know the backstory. I'm not going to go into the backstory of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. you know, Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going into the backstory about this one, but the first week when I was with this girl, like it was pretty much her last day, pretty much out here and whatever, you know, and we were at a target for whatever reason. I can't remember why, but we had a conversation so we were talking about something that just wasn't even like anything that I was thinking but it was just an opinion I had and like it was about like why do guys choose the party girls over the good girls or the nice girls or they kind of overlook the nice shy girls or whatever so 
you know, me being me, I'm opinionated, honestly. Right. And and to me, I would think like if any girl that I'm with, you know, has a opinion or a debate about something, I'm gonna talk with her and actually speak my honest opinion. I'm not gonna shy away from it. If yeah. she if she asks me, hey, do you think that girl got a nice ass over there? I'm be like, yeah, that girl does got a nice ass, but she don't got a better ass than you, baby. <laughs> Right, that's right, right. Keep it up a little bit. Like, that's how it's gonna be, you know. That's that's me. That's honestly me. Right. But you know, she made she made a comment about that. And I just told her like what I thought. I didn't tell her like that's what I do. You know, I just told her like, well, some guys think that, that party girls are just more fun. I mean, that's why they mess with them. She flipped out on me for that comment. And I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, what did I do? Right, exactly, that so, part. So we're just pretty much walking to our Airbnb and she's just giving me like this stink face. Like, like I just committed a murder or something. And I'm just like, the fuck did I just do? <laughs> so, I mean, maybe I'm wrong for speaking my mind or being Never. too honest, but... <laughs> Never. But uh, you know, I'm just like if you if you can't take a comment, you be a pussy. Like. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred. Like, and and not even to cut you off, definitely finish your story. But I I I feel like like where I'm at with this right now, dating. I'm gonna say exactly how I feel like saying something, and if you can take it, great. If you can't, like I'm not gonna come off disrespectful. Like I'm not gonna be like mean oh, yeah. about it but yeah. i'm just gonna be a straight shooter about stuff because it's like i'm not here for the gameplay like i'm not here like trying to like somebody the other day like at sam's club and i was grocery shopping and he was a nice guy and he was like um so you single and i was like yes i had to think about it because i was like should i tell you that i'm single like you know because I, I don't know i gotta see this vibe you know like you're like you're like, giving me some real ted bundy vibes yeah, right now so i was like yes and he was like just like that too yes like because i had to think about it real quick and then he was like um he was like oh why are you single and I was like because people are stupid and I literally said it like that and he was like he just laughed but in my head I was like damn that was pretty brutal and honest huh and I was like I don't know how I, I, I can't help it like I have to be like straight shooter buster I can't I can't I can't get the gameplay I can't do it okay that was a bit of an evil laugh on my part but <laughs> I kind of I kind of feel what you're saying like guys you do that to me or like if he's ugly or not ugly I shouldn't say ugly I should say that he's not my taste right mm -hmm. and like there'll be guys who like so what's up? You single? And I'll be like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Knowing down well, you know, I have niggas a boyfriend. Don't give about, you know? like, no, they don't care about that half the time. <laughs> right, exactly. They're like, so you can't have no friends? I'm like, nah, I can't have no friends. Zero. Good. Hey, hey right. dudes out here like August Alcina, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. That, that, right. That. Dudes are out here like August Alcina. They like, you married? 
I don't give a fuck. You still get this pipe. Right, exactly. Facts. <laughs> They're so true. Like, people have defined relationships on a whole different plane in 2020. Like, I'm still here trying to look for, like, you know, the old man that I'm finna grow grow old with, you know, go go grow old on the patio and see our grandchildren pro- play and stuff like that. Like, I'm still looking for that in 2020. And people are like, oh, I have 10 girlfriends, but like, I'm like married. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> right, like right. Like, it's on another level. <laughs> but let's circle back to the movie right now, uh, to sure. Acrimony. So, yeah. Going back to how like she was very envious of Robert's success, do you feel like her vengeance was really justifiable? Why or why not? Yeah, I, I honestly feel like no. Like I feel like because when I saw Melinda going through what she was going through for Robert and putting herself in this this predicament, because you that's what she was doing. She's putting herself in this predicament. It don't have to be like this, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like like I kept trying to like you know, relate to the character Melinda. Like, would I do that? Would I put myself through that? Would I go that fucking far to sabotage his life? And it's just like, no, because it's like, I don't want to, that's karma on me. And you see what happened to her towards the end of the movie. So it's oh, like- Oh yeah, she, she died at the end. She, she yeah. was definitely dead. Cause she yeah. got dragged, that bitch got dragged to the bottom, bottom of the sea. Of the a hundred percent like and and that's the thing it's like that was her fault like she caused her all the self-sabotaging that she was doing and trying to self um and try to sabotage her uh robert's like life and stuff like that that stuff comes back 10 times fold and what you're doing is just destroying yourself and destroying and and you're blindsided to that because you're trying to get to the vengeance part of it you're trying to just ruin his life utterly and completely but you are also ruining your life too and you're wasting your your life by doing this because god didn't say that that's your mission oh your life is you know you're here to ruin somebody's life like you know yeah end up backfiring all of that stuff on you so yeah no i feel like she definitely took it way too far and she did take it way too far honestly i felt like when i rewatched the movie um yesterday I was thinking like, you know what? That's kind of fucked up with what Robert did. I mean, it was really fucked up. Honestly, I think the most fucked up thing that he was doing was when he cheated on her and he couldn't provide enough for her. That yeah. was that was like, or at least meet her in the middle. You know, that's right. what that's where he fucked up the most to me. Right. But I feel like everything else, she was sabotaging herself and she was just a hurt person that never got over the hurt and she just wanted to hurt another person just because he's doing better with himself. And it's like, and it's like with the Abbasin preach, um, story that I was telling you about in the beginning, it's like, they said it was a story of hurt people hurting people. And that's literally what it is, you know? Yeah. Russ said it the best. Like Russ is the, the musical artist who said that in his song and I'll never forget it. It's like hurt people hurt people. And it's true. Like, that's the best way that you can put toxic relationships and things like that is hurt people, hurt people. Facts. Yeah. So. Yeah, but ex- so since we kind of jumping onto the toxic environment, sure. <laughs> this is the juicy part of the conversation. 
<laughs> so excluding the extent of murder, could this film be a clear represent representation of toxic relationships in general of today and why? Yeah, I feel like the uh, the relationship with um, Robert and Melinda, the characters, I feel like they're no, it's just a, a another version of basically Harley Quinn and Joker or, um, you know, Tina Turner and Ike and things oh, like that. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, that I, was very toxic. That was beyond toxic. Like, I still can't look at uh, Lawrence Fishburne the same. Like, he, he played that too well for me. Like, <laughs> Talking about eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. Right. Eat the yeah, cake. Right. That's that, that's that, right. So I was just like, yo, like, I Dang, still... but that bitch kicked his ass, though. She did. She <laughs> did. She, she was not playing with him no more. I mean, people get to a certain point because you're human and. And you're gonna you're gonna get to that certain boiling point where you're enough's enough, you know, and you you just explode. And sometimes the explosion is worse than <laughs> what originally happened, you know. So it's it's just like it's just people have to kind of figure out their values and their self and know yourself well enough to realize what situations are better for you and what is a less than situation that you're you know, to stop forcing less than situations to happen for you. Like for me, you know, my heart is so damn big that I, didn't, I just didn't recognize that that's what I was doing for myself, doing to myself. Like I didn't realize that I was taking on so-called projects and, and people and trying to take care of people because I felt like that's what they deserved, you know, and then putting myself through a lot of shit you know, and like you said, not setting boundaries and, and, and not knowing or understanding where my boundaries were at the time, what, what I'm cool with, what I'm comfortable with. And, but now I'm at that age where I'm like, I know exactly what I deserve and I know exactly what I am put it up with, you know? I do agree. Like, um, when it comes to like, I guess the whole struggle relationship, there needs to be boundaries. Like, like I said before, there needs to be boundaries. Like there needs to be an understanding you know, about the relationship and what have you. I mean, and I get like, sometimes some people are just dishonest and what have you, but I just feel like sometimes it's, it's we're all on this whole, and I, and I feel like there's just too much of this hype train of like hot girl summer. I mean, I know you have a different opinion about hot girl summer, but you know, there's yeah. always that, that whole hot girl summer, you know, we want to ball like this, all the guys want, you know, big booty bitches that and just like, right. like just things are just totally toxic. And I just feel like, I guess through like, I guess media and just like wherever you're raised from or what, wherever, like you're kind of like in taking all these um, ideals from, you know, when you get with somebody and you have these certain ideals and they don't align together and it's just like, it just becomes very toxic and you just like kind of let yourself down, especially yeah. when you're making like all these expectations. And I feel like there shouldn't be so much expectations when you're just meeting a person, you know? Yeah. Like I get like people, you know, they get excited about like a new relationship, a new person, this, that, and the other. But it's like, 
at the end of the day, you just met this person. <laughs> like it's, it's true. It's true. I mean, like, like I was saying, like when I, my ex was one of my good friends that I like, they always start off as like really good friends for me. And I felt like, you know, we, we get into an opportunity where we could take the relationship to the next level and getting into a relationship with your friend turns into something that, you know, like I said, like it's, you're, you're not, you're no longer just dating your friend. You're dating somebody like in, in an intimate way where you're, you're going to get to know everything about them. And so, um, which is fine, but it's like when they, they put themselves out there to be like, well, I'm like this and I'm like that. And I'm like, this I mean... left play. and you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, they're, they're making themselves out to be this like cringe charming on a freaking horse you know nine and shining armor type thing well well see and that's the thing what are we talking about are we talking about like because when you say friend are we talking about like guys that you are legit you know them as a friend first or do you or are you talking about like because i know all girls they have a different meaning of friends friends <laughs> yeah yeah no, yeah, yeah like like this like friend could be like oh i know this guy blah 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 he's a friend right and then you have the other friend which is like oh i met this guy i think he's kind of cute blah, blah blah maybe something will happen so he's my friend for right now right. and you no. know and you know half the time those worlds don't really align because what ends up happening is that the friend ends up being friend zoned right. <laughs> and then the friend you know you get with and he's probably like the total jerk and asshole. So you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just like, yeah. there's, I'm, there's just, I'm just trying to figure out where the friend part is aligning at. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, no, like like so for instance, like so I was good friends with like you put years into the friendship type stuff. Like I've had most of my I would say Lucio. Like four, four of my relationships have been like where they've been friends. I've been I like real like cool with them. And, and, like I've never been on this like friendship benefits stuff. Like it's never that's never worked for me because I'm too soft. Like I'm too hearts and sleeve type person. Like I, I I get too attached. So um, or I get attached too easily. You know. So like. I can't, I never did the friends of benefits thing, but for me, it's always just been like friends, like they're, they're my friends, but you know, next thing you know, you start getting like attracted to them, they're getting attracted to you. And then you start to be like, oh, okay, there's an opportunity here that there's something that can happen, you know? Um, but would you say like, even if it's that, yeah. would you say like that attraction? Cause I'm, I'm speaking on like, you know, the whole like, Dudes that get friend zoned, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I I could speak on that too because I friend I friend zoned my ex. Uh, like I didn't know that that's what he was trying to do. Like I was in a first of all, I was in a committed relationship for seven years when I first started this friendship with myself and like a straight up friendship between myself and my ex, and we were friends and it was cool. Like I um he was. He's a musician at the time, and he goes back and forth in his musician stuff. So, um, but he, um, 
I was like interviewing him and he's a twin. And so I was cool with his brother and, and him. He was in my class um, in college at the time. Our, we were both taking broadcast classes. And so um, we were just, like I said, strictly friends. And there's times where he would like flirt with me and stuff like that or be charming. But I just seen him as a charming person. I never saw him as like, oh, he's just flirting with me. I just like, for me, I'm the type of person that you got to make it super obvious that you like me because I'm just going to think that you're being nice or you're being charming and I'm not going to think that you like me like that unless you outwardly say that to me and then it's like oh okay you like me in that way then cool like let's see where that goes I, but I could see it go wrong for men on many different levels yeah because <laughs> yeah like saying that you know I know girls say that a lot and yeah, when guys actually say it, they'd be like, ew, why, why he actually say that to me? I don't like that, you know? It's true. It's true. I've done that too. I've, I've, <laughs> like, I have a friend who I love to death, but he like, I knew he liked me like that, but I was just like, nah, dude, like that's not going to happen. And I think like he kept trying to like creep on it. Like I would be flirting with him. Like, well, he would see, flirt. That, that's the thing. You moved him into the friend zone. Well, it's true. It's true. But it's like, it's weird too though. It's like we were both like flirting with each other and I'm a, I'm a flirtatious person. Naturally, I'm a flirting person, very charming and charismatic, charismatic and things like that. And so, but I didn't, think that it was like taken seriously like we were just like I, I that's typical you know and I, I never think that it's like oh it's gonna take it to the next level type thing and next thing I know like he was like kind, like kind of consistently like trying to shoot a shot and I'd be like I'm not really like into you like that and then finally <laughs> I like had to like say like in a kind of a bitchy way like like I'm not it's not happening bro like because he kept trying to be like let's have dinner like, I'm going to cook for you. And he can cook his ass off. Like, he can cook real good. But it's just like, no, nah, bro. Oh, no. Like, 2020, all men should know how to cook. Yeah, that's <laughs> that right there. It's true. But I, I was like, I mean, he could get down in the kitchen. He was, like, talking about, like, I want you to, like, I want, want you to come over one day where I'm just, I'm going to uh, run you a hot bath and give you a massage and stuff like that. And kind of laying okay, on Okay, Prince. <laughs> Right, and I just was like, Is it gonna yeah, get no, you some pancakes in the morning? It's not gonna work, right? Like, this, this not, and not that I don't like that kind of stuff, I do, but it's like, not with you. That's not, that's not it, boo. Not it, not it at all. Like, for me, it was awkward because this is some, a friend that I was like, also, he's a, a friend of, of, of my ex, but I met him first. It was, it was weird. Like, he knew him, he knew of him, he had an interview with him. And then, like, an interview, like, as in, like, podcast, like, interview, he was a guest, my ex was a guest on his show, but I happened to work with him in the same work building, and I, so I met him first, and so, like, in person first, through my work, and I, like, had seen him in the work cafeteria, and I was like, oh my god, you just, you know, interviewed my boyfriend at the time, and he was like, oh shit, like, you guys are together, and I was like, yeah, that's my boyfriend, and he was like, oh, okay, that's cool, that's cool, and that's how we knew about each other, and then, so we were, like, friends, and then I was going through stuff with my ex at the time, he was my boyfriend at the time, but I was going through stuff with him, I was telling, you know, my friend, like, oh, what's going on with him, and then I'm like, but you, I'm telling you what's going on with him, and you still trying to shoot your shot with me, 
I was like, ah, I don't know about this. Like, this is like, yeah. Well, but, honestly, he's August Alcina. <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts, though. Yeah, oh ladies God. and gentlemen, August Alcina. <laughs> right, that part, for real. It's like, I don't understand it. Like, I remember, like, the song Lizzo, what is it? The Lizzo song that, uh, Truth Hurts. And that was my theme song when I, when I was going through stuff with my ex and my, my summer fling. So, like, I was listening to the song on repeat and stuff like that. And he... Um, must have seen something that I had posted up with Truth Hurts and I'm seeing I put the C C in single sub something whatever whatever that lyric is yeah I put the sing in single I like that song too so I already know what you're talking about so I put the caption underneath my thing because when I be hurt and my feelings I'd be putting it out there like that sometimes and so I he seen that he must have seen that and he tried to be slick, like, oh, my, my, my friend, my coworker, girl said, like, you know, oh, she puts a singing single and she's like talking um, her, her, um, her man's or ex-boyfriend's friends is like getting into her DMs and stuff like that. And his, his friends, my ex-friends, like at least two of them had shot his shot, their shot at me. And I'm like, but aren't you guys boys? Like, I don't understand. Like, where's the loyalty in this? And I don't play around with loyalty at all, right? So I was like, I ain't the one to try that. Like, that's not cute to me. Like, so I was kind of looking at him kind of like, you need some better friends than that. Especially because at the time, like I said, I was like really trying to rekindle our relationship and work things out. But I was looking at him like, you'd be talking so highly of these people and made me kind of see them in a high perspective and they are shooting their shot on it you know what What you know what this is bringing into the fold of other movies that i wanted to bring into yeah so midsummer midsummer Mm -hmm. i don't know how much of the movie you actually watched Mm -hmm. but i've watched the whole thing Mm -hmm. and um, I don't know if you've seen when Danny, who was played by Florence, Florence Pugh, she was getting uh-huh. hit on by like Chris Christian's friend, um, Pele. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember that part where Pele was hitting on Danny and all that. Uh-huh. Um, so he basically like when because you know Pele was the one who invited them to go to like his um village. For the Hagra and all that, which was the Midsummer Festival. So during that time, it was Danny's birthday. So Christian kind of forgot it was her birthday. But at the same time, it was like, it never gets dark where they're at, you know? And the days are all the same, you know? And they were high off the shrooms and everything. So he didn't really technically prepare well for her birthday. He kind of right. like it kind of slipped his mind a bit so right. what ends up happening is that before christian could really like go up to danny and be like oh hey happy birthday pele was already like shooting his way to her drew her a drew her a picture and was like happy birthday and and it was a portrait of her and it was a really good portrait by the way but it got me it got me thinking the same thing 
like dudes really do be out here no matter what the race is dudes really do be out here shooting a shot behind a boy's back at at a boy's girl because they feel like oh well i could treat her better than you can and it's always just like some male competition i mean male competition is one thing but die like loyalty is everything like that, that's, that's just dirty <laughs> you know loyalty first like and i'm very loyal like to a painful like I'm, I'm learning how to balance my loyalty because to a point like i i would be so loyal to a point where it, i end up hurting myself because i want to be so loyal where this person never has to question that I'm not loyal to them type thing, you know, but they well, don't deserve well, you it. You want to be loyal to the right person. You don't want to be loyal to somebody that does that not should, Yeah, that doesn't it. deserve it. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Like, that's why, like, I've taught myself through the relationships that I've gone through. Like, you can't be somebody's ride or die. That You got to be your own ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people out there. And again, I'm speaking on like, just personal experience and just things I've seen over the years, you know, personal observation. I'm not saying like, this is what everybody is doing, you know, yeah. for all those that are literal out there, you know, right. Right. Running and you know, dying. you know, that shit, right? I mean, I mean, it's like, get your gooch under control. <laughs> right. That too. I'm like, what the hell? What is that? But, um, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's all about, like, you need to, like, build on yourself first, you know, to me, it's like, jumping relationship to relationship shouldn't be the way, you know, right. it, uh, jumping relationship to relationship isn't healing half the right. time, some people say it's healing, but it's only a mask, it's only just a mask, you know, yeah. okay. I mean, that's just, that's just my personal thoughts and opinions about that, because I'm just like, I don't see how, laying up with someone else can help you get over that person i mean yeah you'll get over that person but eventually there's going to be something that reminds you of that person and then all you're going to think about is like oh damn i just thought about that person and eventually like if you get with the per get with someone else and they act just like that person or they do something that same person does mm -hmm. you're eventually gonna like bring all those emotions out all those old emotions all those negative and toxic emotions out do you think we are in a pandemic where toxic relationships are being normalized more than stable ones big time i mean i feel bad for the people who like are actually dealing with toxic relationships and that are they they have nowhere else to go type thing like where you know the four that when they were in the relationship with such and such and they're living together you know they they have work you know so they they have work and this one has work and they don't really have to face each other they don't have to deal with each other you know so but i feel like this pandemic situation has made people have to really be in a space that it makes them uncomfortable where they have to really deal with each other you know like this i feel like is a, a, a it's a really like a learning period for everybody just just not in just just in and relationships but in general as a whole and i feel like it's just a very teachable moment because you know you you better take your time to really 
think about who you're going to marry and who you're going to really spend the rest of your life with. And if this relationship is really worth your time or if this relationship's some toxic shit that you probably should run the hell away from, you know, because when, you know, my, my past relationship, like, like I said, like the year and eight months, like I felt like I wanted the relationship so badly to work because again, I've just had it in my heart where I've, I felt like I want, you know, I went to relationship to another relationship, but it was always like, can this be the, you know, golden ticket? Is this the golden ticket? Is this it, you know, for me? But I started realizing that you're like, you're kind of, you're, you're inviting karmic energy into your, into your space because you're, you're constantly, you're not learning the lessons that are coming to you at hand with the people that you've been presented and that you had a relationship with. You know, you are throwing yourself into these relationships, yes, romantically and with your heart. You know, you're not fake fighting it, but it's like you're not learning the lessons at hand. And it really took like a, a good six relationships to make me realize like, oh, this is all karmic like energy. This is all like a lesson to teach me like as, as to what my boundaries are, to teach how to heal myself, to teach how to reflect. And I've always reflected, but this has been the deepest that I've reflected as far as heartbreaks and disappointments and, and things that I've come through and stuff like that. When he was like, well, I don't understand, like, I'm, you know, how you want this to work and I'm unhappy. And it's like, well, damn, you never told me that you're unhappy. Like, you know, so, I don't know, like for me, it just was like, okay, I need to be careful as to what I'm dealing with when it comes to relationships and what I'm accepting in myself and for myself and not, you know, and be careful not to devalue myself by being with certain people because it's like, again, he just like, he was my, one of my good friends. Like I said, I put him on a pedestal and that's, a that's, that's where the lesson comes to don't put people on a pedestal it's oh, never, never 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 yeah. i have never put anybody on a pe pedestal it's, like yeah. i can see it i like i get like oh yeah this is my girl i i've seen dudes put their girls on a pedestal and they get trampled <laughs> by that same female and, and you know either they deal with it by being bullied by her or they do stuff like cheat on her Right. Me, I, I myself, I never put like any girl on a pedestal. I'll treat her with respect, right. but I would not put her on a pedestal because yeah. I'm like, when you're giving that much power to a person, you're really you're just like, you. like you said, you're devaluing yourself and you're yeah. just like setting yourself up just for like a lot of things to fail. I mean, you're creating like all this expectation, you're creating this whole fantasy and that's a I feel like that's another thing that's a problem is the fantasy of of a person you know yeah like everybody has this fantastical dream about what they think this person is like until the real reality sets in and it, it, it let, let me take it back to like because I have an example the girl that I saw on my birthday yeah. you know when I actually told her my name and she was just like, oh, dang, I had all these, I had all these um, ideas to do with Walter. And I was just thinking like, 
bitch, what? Because <laughs> like, I'm going off the fact she's saying no pressure. This is a no pressure event. This is like, we're just hanging out. We're just doing this. We're doing that. Right. You know, but honestly, the, the, the final, the, yeah, it was horrifying. And it was the final red flag. Yeah. Where I was just like, no, nah, this this chick is Not crazy. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. I feel like, um, like when see that's an, another thing that I kept doing too. Like one, a person that wears a heart on their sleeve, like it's just like you see these alarm, uh, like these red flags, like as you said, right? And you just mm-hmm. ignore them. Like for me. For me, in my my experiences, I kept seeing them, but I kept ignoring them because it was just like in in all of my relationships, like I just was like, no, nah, like no, nah, he's cool, he's cool, it's fine, like we're gonna get through it, and and I just kept going forward, you know, like and working my ass off to to make a relationship happen that wasn't supposed to happen or wasn't meant to happen or wasn't meant to be, you know? And it really was him that finally had to tell me, like, there's just things that just don't work out. And I was just like, wow, like, cool. Thanks for telling me that. But I would appreciate you telling me that face to face versus this. To me, to me, it's more like, for me, like, it's all about trust. And I know for me, I don't easily trust everybody. You know, you have to me, I'm those type of people, you have to earn the trust, you know? Yeah. You, you have to prove your trust, you know? Yeah. But, but it's like, I know, like, with that, again, like, I'm bringing it back to the girl from the picnic, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she, she, she literally is, like, open from the jump, trust, and just, like, you know, is not concerned about you know mistrust or anything like that now right. that's that's fine for to me that's fine for her right i'm not that open because i know sometimes there's people you just can't automatically sit there and trust right away i mean it's like after watching like that documentary about ted bundy mm-hmm. and how like he was in the eyes of elizabeth copler you know, in one way, you know, she saw him as her boyfriend. You know, he was Ted. He was the family man. He was always at home. He was going to school, this, that, and the other. She didn't see Ted Bundy, the serial killer. Right. <laughs> the right. rapist, the necrophiliac and all that. Right. And, and it just made me think, like, wow, like, you seriously, and I don't want to say, like, we're trying to really, like, well, that I'm trying to promote uh, a level of toxicity, but it's just like, when it comes to trust, it's it's kind of, it's hard to just sit there and say like, well, I'm gonna trust this person. You know, I'm gonna give this person all my trust. Like there's a level like, you know, you can give little at a, well, I feel like a little at a time. I mean, that's just me, honestly. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I know you probably feel different about that, but to me, it's like, okay, I need to see little things where I know I can trust this person, you know, before yeah. I give, like, full trust. Because, again, you just cannot fully give full trust. And I understand, like, with the one chick, you know, we're both going out on a limb, like, you know, meeting each other and all that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't know you. You don't know me. 
I'm <laughs> <on> clearly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and I clearly didn't know her. And, you know, just to see, like, the craziness that ensued. And, you know, after seeing that, I was just like, wow, you know what? At least I wasn't too trusting and gave her, like, all my story about myself. Oh, no. Juice World told me all these girls are the same. I'm just being silly right now. <laughs> like, that's not that well that reminds me of like the make Megan the Stallion, like I gotta break up with my 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 boyfriend every summer. I'm like, girl, <laughs> like no. You know what? I do feel like a lot of this music and social media, I and I always tell this to like younger generations too that I talk to you know I feel sorry for them for being in this era including me for being in this era you know like relationships relationships are not the same at all Mm -mm. big time I agree 100% I I'm glad that you can say that because it's like like where I feel like we were like you know, we pretty much lived through what, like the the non-internet era to the eventually getting to the internet era, and then like you know to the yeah. era and, and to where we are right now. So we kind of like lived through like three sections of like life, pretty much. I feel like, and like I feel like we came from you know where your grandparents grow old together, and you know some grandparents are divorced. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like. Oh yeah. You like, have, a lot of them, they really made, they, like, they literally married based on, like, security or, yeah. like, the closest yeah. person there, yeah. you know, half the time, but it was never always, like, roses and peaches and sunshine, but they stayed, well, most of them, like, the grandparents stay stayed, the grandparents stayed together. Now, the, now, our parents, on the other hand... <laughs> That's a different thing. Same That's thing. That's a different story. Thing. I came from that too. Same thing. That's a different story. It's either you grew up in a house with a dad or you grew yep. up in a house without a dad. Yeah, one parent or no, no, like, yeah, 100%. Like, I, I mean, my, my dad was in my life then, but he wasn't, there was a lot of stuff that was going on that I felt like, you know, he probably kind of like took himself out of the situation, but I feel like he was there for the most part. And I do remember a lot of memories from my dad, a lot of good memories, but I felt like, of course, he wasn't the perfect father. Nobody's the perfect parent. And there's things that I'm getting over and forgiving and stuff like that. Cause I realized what the situation actually was. And, you know, my mom's not the most easiest person to deal with all that stuff too. My mom's a great mom, but she's also not a perfect mom. So it's like things that I'm, I, you know, healing, especially in 2020, now's the time to do it. And I feel like, um, I don't know, like I do come back, I do come from a background of, of my parents being divorced. I'm, I come even like right now, my mom and my stepdad are, you know, in some situation that they're trying to figure out and doesn't look like it's, you know, so I think that there's going to be possibly a second divorce. Not that I'm trying to put that into the universe, but I, I think that's what's been kind of happening over the years. And, you know, it's just life relationships are totally different now. Like I, I have, um, you know, what's unhealthy too. is like, I like, uh, that's where we could get segue into, uh, the Jada and Will thing, like mm-hmm. how, 
people see relationships as like relationship goals. Oh, yeah, that's another form of toxic behavior. That part, 100%. There is no, like, I'm not saying that, again, as humans, we can't be inspired by each other, of course. And we can be inspired by people and what they have. But you don't understand that dynamic of that relationship or what that relationship is. And I feel like people go on here, especially a lot of YouTubers who I even looked up to, who I always like had goals before I went through all of this of like, oh, I can't wait to get a boyfriend. We have like a whole video channel of like couple videos and this and that. And now like, because I'm so into the whole energy thing and I'm so into protecting my vibes and my energy and my privacy and things like that, I'm still very candid. I still say what I'm going to say and I'm, you know, upfront about that. But now it's like, because of how public I was with my last relationship, I no longer feel like I want to be like putting my whole relationship out there for everybody to see. Because people, first of all, hate on people being happy. There's a lot of times that other people are not happy in their situationship, you know, situations in their relationships, in their life. And so it's like a bunch of misery just kind of like spreading around and, Um, but like I said, it's like, don't think that any relationship is relationship goals. Cause even for me, like my best friend was with, um, some guy and they ended up, he ended up cheating on her twice and it was really horrible. It was really devastating. It was, it was sad for her, but life moves on and she's, you know, getting through it. She's a fire fighter. But I felt like I was looking up to their relationship. Like, see, this is what I want for myself. Like, I want somebody to be just as chivalrous and to take care of me in this way that the, that she's being taken care of. And I was, like, even looking up to, like, my aunt and my family who went through something kind of rough uh, with her relationship that she's trying to mend and stuff like that. And it's like, and he really, really, really dogged her out to the fullest extent. And it just was like, I can't ever really look at him the same. And I was like on the level of calling him an uncle, even though they, he wasn't married into the, the family yet. And it pissed me off what I learned about what was going on. And it just was like, so what, what are my true examples of a relationship? Like, you know, what do I, what do I look up to now? And I I kind of like, it was kind of like I was jaded for a little bit because it was like, like people make these relationships so impossible. It's like, it's, it's, it's so sad. And then I was going through my situation with my ex too. And it just was like, what the fuck, you know? But now I'm at a point where it's like, dude no relationship is perfect there is no relationship goals there may be little things that we can learn from and that's like we can aspire to be and have but again it's like do not put these people on a pedestal do not expect these things from people unless they really are bringing it to the table proof and like proof in the pudding proof in the like you know bread like right there they gotta really really bring it to you i never really looked at celebrity relationships as like the ideal relationships i mean i know some people that do actually do that um like i mentioned the girl i was telling you about with the whole situation and all that yeah (laughs) before we got on here um yeah she was a big couples goal type person because she would make comments about like couple goals this couple goals that and you know she would like 
try and say things about us, even though we weren't technically together, you yeah. know, she would want that for us. And to me, I couldn't really see it the full extent of that, of what she wanted to see because of, well, you know, the situation between us, you know, like, you know, the whole distance and everything. Right, right, right. So to me, I mean, I didn't see the the overall logic to it because I'm more of a, I like to spend time with the person. I'm more of a time person. You know, I like to go out with the person. I like to, you know, do things with a person, you know, like say, say like there's a festival that's coming out. Hey, I want to take that person with me, you know? Right. There's, a, there's a movie that that we both want to check out. Hey, let's go check it out together. You know. Right. Right. Uh, you know? Say quality time, affection, affection, and stuff like that. I get you. Yeah. I'm the same way. Right. Yeah. So me, I'm like, I'm more of like the physical type. I mean, yeah. At the same time, we still could do those things, but it's technically not the same because at the end of the day, it was it's just a paradise dream. Like it's just a paradise week and everything, right? You know, it's not it's it's not real. <laughs> you know, it's almost like having a fantasy dream and what have you to me, right? I mean, maybe she didn't see it that way, but I mean, that's how I kind of saw it that way. You know, right, right. But yeah, like, but at the end of the day, like, we can't sit there and worship other people shit worship like the person that we're with um well not really worship but like you know be like we are the couple goals like don't right. don't sit there and praise other people's couple goals because their couple goals are different from your couple goals right you know? and if you and if you're unhappy with your couple goals at the moment maybe you need to move on to a different couple goals mm -hmm. <laughs> like, i agree I agree a hundred percent. Like, I don't know. Like for me, I, like I said, I was so public with my relationship. Like I, every fucking picture I posted was a picture of me and my boyfriend or my ex, like me and, and him constantly. Like my whole picture, my whole page was just like of us and our videos and, and stuff like that. And it's because it's something that he kind of started. And then, so I like, just was like, okay, we're going to start doing that. Let's, let's put it out there. So we're, you know, in the relationship thing, then, like I would post constantly left and right, which was my choice and my fault. And I feel like, like I would love like getting compliments and, oh my gosh, he's so like, you know, you guys are so cute and, you know, you guys are such a beautiful couple. And, you know, I would like get DMs and saying like, oh my gosh, you guys both like wrestling and like, you know, cause I got into wrestling because of more into wrestling because of him. And, you know, so I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, I was like loving that. Like that was like a cool, like little, I guess, validation pretty much. And, and like, so next thing I knew that I was like, kind of like putting my relationship too much out there for everybody to see. And so then when we would get into fights that I thought we were like, like we were done, we were broken up and stuff like that. Like now I'm taking all his pictures off. Now we're fighting. Now he's taking my name out of his bio. Like it's like all this shit that's just unnecessary. So it's just like, do not put pressure on yourself and the other person to be couple goals or to, to what is it? 
like to be the next Beyonce and Jay-Z like yeah because even their relationship wasn't perfect too yeah that too that came out to the to the the public but we were so quick to be like no we're still we still want to be Beyonce and Jay-Z and it's like no you really don't because the man probably put the girl through or put Beyonce through a lot of hell so which he did right he did it was Mm -hmm. funny because like when the whole Jay-Z Beyonce thing happened I just thought like black excellent couples was uh Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, well, you know, not not enough people are really giving J- Will and Jada enough credit for their relationship. Yeah, I heard the swinger rumors. I myself don't really believe it that much, but if it's true, that's them. You right. know, may- maybe they're onto something to keeping their relationship strong. Right. But then August Alcina came into the picture. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> and all I could think was like, damn. But even what, and honestly, I really don't give a fuck about what Jada did, honestly speaking. Right. You know, I right. mean, that's all their the shit. Entanglements, the that, that That shit pissed me off. That yeah. shit pissed me off right there. That, that, to be honest, it's like, if you're going to do some shit, hold up to your shit. Right, exactly. Don't, don't soft play what you're doing. And, exactly. and it just made me think about because I've had this happen to me before yeah. where like there were women that did something wrong and I'm not saying all women are doing this but there's women that have done this. Right, right. <laughs> and this is where I could sound kind of toxic. But, no, it's okay. It's okay. We all have wounds. Go ahead. But, but it's like they, they soft play what they do. And to me, I'm like, nah, if you did some shit, own up to your shit. And after you own up to your shit, I'm going to talk some shit. (laughs) And it's like, and it's like with Jada, she kind of like, you know, soft play it, talking about like, well, I had an entanglement. And it's like, what? (laughs) What Smith was like, "Um, you mean a relationship? And right. she's like, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like, he had to, like, make her say it. Like, yep, I had it. But, but she like, didn't even say it still. She right. she just was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now entanglement is, like, being used, like, like it's a trend. I'm like, y'all don't, y'all are too much. But, yeah, I agree. Like, it's like, own up to your shit. Like, yeah. if you fucked up say that you fucked up and it's okay like you know that's that's you know but yeah yeah. and I'm not saying like only just women do this men do this too honestly because I again I've seen friends they do shit and I'm witnessing this shit and I'm just sitting here thinking to myself like wow um I don't want to be like that yeah (laughs) that part real (laughs) why (laughs) but again it goes back to valuing what type of relationship you're in valuing the person that you're with or just valuing yourself you know well I guess those are all the questions about relationships so I kind of want to move this (laughs) for a bit I got I I got another uh topic that I want to talk about with you I kind of didn't add this onto the original outline Sure. But um, it just came as a mind to me because I feel like this this podcast went to too much in the relationship area. And, right, right. right. And I'm pretty sure this is going to be the most 
relationship anything my viewers are ever going to hear from me ever again. Right. right. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. so I'm probably going to lose like 70% of my female audience after this. <laughs> Half the time that they hear me, they're gonna be they're gonna hear me go like, well, this bitch in this movie, they're gonna be like, oh my god, there you go, say bitch again. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay. welcome, welcome to the real world. <laughs> oh yeah, like just like how I talk to people. This is I'm gonna talk the same way I talk in my podcast, you know? Yeah, exactly. 100%. I'm not gonna fake that shit. <laughs> right, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> But what I want to ask you is, what type of movies have you been watching lately? Um, I know there's one that I definitely, um, my friend Raul um, recommended me to watch, and it's the uh, Winchester movie on Netflix. It's an original Netflix movie called, basically, it's based on the Winchester house. And I saw the Winchester house in person, and I was expecting it to be like some, like, like my my real like life version of like ghost adventures like episode and it was not like that at all but it was like <laughs> it was super quiet it was boring and i'm like yeah but imagine being here in this place by yourself you're not in a group like you're not in a tour group or anything like that and shit is like popping off and stuff like that like imagine so it's like it might have not been scary with the tour group, but it's probably really scary in the nighttime, like, you know, or in the daytime by yourself and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's true. But yeah, it was interesting seeing it in person. So uh, I would say that's definitely one of the movies that I recommend and uh, what I'll definitely be watching pretty soon because, yeah. Did you hear about the new Wolfman movie that's going to be done by Lee Wynell? I, I heard, um, uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling's going to be in it. And I was going to blog about it tonight as well. But yeah, yeah, Ryan, I heard about that. And I was like, I don't think we need another Wolfman movie. I, I, I like the... Oh, the you, don't, you don't think, you don't think we mean, need a Wolfman movie? We need... Because I, oh, I do love werewolves. I do love, like, the story of it. And, and I like the... A lot of people talk a lot of shit about the last Wolfman movie that came out with uh, Anthony Hawkins and Benicio Del Toro, but I liked it. I thought it was cool. I didn't like the ending, but the ending was stupid, but I thought, I, I liked it though. Like, I remember seeing that on Valentine's Day with my seven-year ex, and I remember that distinctly, but I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. And I watched it again in person, and I, I mean, like, like, like renting it as what I meant in person. I rented it and when they still had blockbuster at the time and, uh, <laughs> and i thought it was good i didn't think that it was a bad movie yeah but i feel like we need another werewolf movie because we spend so much time on all the other characters like i said vampire vampires zombies and ghosts we need like characters like frankenstein yeah. Or technically speaking, Frankenstein's monster because Frankenstein is literally the scientist. If you ever right, heard yeah, Doctor Frankenstein, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we need a Frankenstein movie, and we need a wolf, another Wolfman movie for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. there was another one I can't think of it. We need another Bride of Frankenstein. I mean, we need to revamp those characters. We need to dive into those characters more. 
I am yeah. glad that Lee Wynell came out with Invisible Man, mm-hmm, and he good. showed that we could revamp these classic characters. Yeah. You know, we don't have to, like, leave them in the past. Yeah. Because the last great werewolf movie I actually watched was Ginger Snaps. And that was the last, like, and I'm not saying, like, based on, like, chronologically. I mean, just speaking on, like, werewolf movies that I've seen. That's literally the last werewolf movie that I thought that was good. If any yeah. other werewolf movie I've seen, I thought it was trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I feel like movies like Twilight kind of made werewolves <laughs> and vampires in a yeah. very yeah. negative light. You it know? was just it was too eerie. It's not like this shit has never been romantic. Like I okay, I could I could see like the wolf band was like romantic. It was like a dark romance kind of. So I could kind of see that. And the invisible man was a kind of a dark romance too. And so was Dracula. Dracula was very dark also. Exactly. So so we can make that, like we could put romance into it, of course. But I feel like like Twilight, even though I seen all the movies and I was definitely a fan of them at the time, oh. I was—I ain't gonna lie—I was—I was. See, definitely see a my fan listeners of until they hear my because on my latest the latest podcast that I recorded yesterday, yeah, I really go in on Twilight. <laughs> No, it's true. Like it, it definitely deserves to be pulled apart because the, the the acting was terrible the casting was not that great i mean there's just a lot of things like definitely like you you can definitely shred the twilight movie apart i agree a hundred percent but i mean at the time you know especially as a female you love romance and you love the books and stuff like that and you the know, books weren't even people, that good <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, weren't the, even that good. The books were not that like well written, but I think I mean we were that that was just such an error. Like the Twilight era was was such. I'm, so I'm glad it stayed in that era. <laughs> yeah, it did. It never, it was like it was the perfect timing for all of like what was going on, but it was definitely like, teeny boppy and. It wasn't like true to it, that can never be in a true horror ca- category, you know, oh, like nah, it's nah. not werewolves, real true werewolves. It's like now they could have done something a little better with with there's something that could have been done with that a little bit more, but they they it was like I said, teeny boppy, like so it wasn't gonna they weren't going to make it like dark, you know, because they could have definitely put like a skinwalker twist on that with the werewolves and the Indians and their, 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 you know. Oh, uh, it could have been so much darker, especially since they had the Native Americans that were in the story. It could have yeah. been so much darker yeah. than yeah. what it was. Yeah. But then, I mean, again, it's a, it's a teeny bopper film. Like you yeah. said, they yeah. were shooting for a PG-13 rating and then they right. got all the lonely desperate women that got like nine cats in their house going to right. see this yeah. movie this is probably going to yeah. be the comment that that got the women clicking off yeah. it's so true it's fast though like i mean at the time like i was in my seven-year relationship when the first movie came out and then like i watched all of them with him and my friends at the time and like i i just was like you're so like in love with the 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 cheesiness 
as a female of the relationship between Bella and, and Edward, which technically in some instances had their toxic moments, okay? Oh, it was definitely toxic. Yeah, like this bitch tried to kill herself over Edward like leaving and stuff like that. Like it's so, I mean, really and truly because of the mindset that you have, you know, you grow, you grow into an adult and you start Okay, okay, what Twilight film was that? Because what Twilight film, because I only seen the first one. Oh yeah, uh, that was probably the second one where where whenever he goes to Edward goes to the Vatican and he tries to like, like so stupid but it's like he goes to the Vatican he tries to expose himself and like you know how he's all sparkly and whatever and she like starts running and she like like no Edward you can't show yourself to the Vatican and da, 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 da. they see you they, they'll kill you and so because that's like you can't expose yourself as a vampire like that's you're condemned to death so she went into like you know save her man but she like when he like left she was literally like you know, in a in a a chair in her room, rocking, like sad, depressed, and thinking about him. She like tried to like like ride a bike, a uh, motorcycle bike, dangerously, and just to see him. And she threw herself almost off of a cliff, a cliff one time, I think, where she actually did. I can't remember, but you know, and stuff oh, like that. So she put herself toxic. in danger right to see him and stuff like that because basically like when she would put herself in danger he would feel it and so he can like manifest spiritually to her to like make her stop or like for him to like see her and stuff like that it was just like yo but girls ate this shit up like we i was just were, like, literally oh, sitting here thinking about this relationship too like what the fuck i was like, literally sitting here thinking about this shit too i'm sitting here thinking like what if this movie was a real life story and we're just literally watching what's happening in real time and this right. bitch is about to kill herself <laughs> over this man. right or this not even man a vampire right exactly i was like dude this is make no type of sense and then like she like had the baby or when she had the baby like she was like looking like a drug addict the baby was like you know like inside of her body and i don't think that she was she turned into a vampire after. She was still a human being at the time, but she had to drink blood in order to the, feed the baby. But, like, she was disintegrating as she's, like, trying to feed this baby because the baby's, like, feeding off of her. But, like, like uh, Edward's, like, making funny faces at her and stuff like that because she looks crazy. She looks like, you know, but it's it's I mean, really, like... Trista Stewart looks like a weirdo anyway. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. And I don't think that she's the best actress at all. Like, I think no, like the best movie no. she's was uh, that that uh, that wanna be movie that came out. That, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, the space movie. That one. I was like, oh, man. you know what? It's it's crazy because that movie really did romanticize suicide, and it's funny because like. It chapter two got shitted on for romanticizing stance suicide. Yeah. You know, with the whole like way they played it in chapter two, talking about how he used his suicide as a self-sacrifice. And you see Bill and Mike kind of celebrating that. And some people actually shitted on that. And I shitted on that one too, because I was like, wow, they really are kind of like romantic. 
off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're romanticizing suicide a bit. And it's just like, yeah, someone committed suicide. That's nothing you celebrate. Like, that's your friend in the end that just killed himself. I agree. Like, you know, and it's weird because, like, at the when I saw that, because I saw it too, I thought it was a beautiful ending. But I thought that, like, I, I don't think that I was so into the movie. And again, like, you, you just have to, like, balance the reality like a real life versus what's going on in, in the, the movie, which is just fantasy, you know, it's not realistic. Yeah. But. yeah, but I mean, that's that's the thing. I feel like, yeah, there is a bit of romanticizing that movies want to do, <laughs> but when you're sitting there breaking it down, like, do these motherfuckers actually say they're happy that this dude killed himself? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true, it's true. Like, I guess, like, realistically, like, I never saw it that way. Like, you, you brought it like good to my intention like it's true that they were romantic romanticizing suicide and they made it all beautiful and they had people crying in the theater and all that shit like but it's like you know it's it's true they, they totally romanticized the hell out of that and I don't think I saw that at the time until like you brought it up and it's, it's true like and even even like down to um looking at the twilight movies and talking to you about it it's like bro these fucking relationships were toxic as hell like she was cheating <laughs> on him with like the werewolf and stuff like that like what the oh hell? she was taught she was playing her actual self she right. was playing her actual self in real life in real life exactly. remember she was really going out with robert pattison and she it's cheated on him on in real bad. life she cheated, she cheated on him with a married man she home wrecked a relationship and, and then now she's they have the nerve to be a lesbian now. She's like, I'm gonna be a lesbian now. I'm gonna be safe now. I mean, rock on, like, you know, do whatever you want to do, you know, God bless. But it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like Oh but, man, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny that we got off the topic about I know, we're like, <laughs> and we're circling back into it. It's <laughs> so true though. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, looking at a lot of these movies and these like when you start like using your like adult brain versus like the younger brain. Not that that we're not smart as kids, because there's some kids that catch it that's like, wow, like you're very intelligent. Yeah, very I think I think with like watching movies, we are swept into the moment. And that's the point of movies. Yeah. We're supposed to be swept into the moment. Yeah, you know, yeah. and Twilight is one of those manipulating films or manipulative films where, like, they really want to put the women—and I mean women because they're the yeah. ones that are eating this shit up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they—they're they're romanticizing a lot of things that shouldn't be romanticized because it, when they experience it, they're quick to be That's like, "Oh, nah, that that nigga ain't shit." <laughs> Right, I don't like 100%. that shit. This and other. He ain't shit. Like. 100%. And, I'll, and sick, it's sick because it's like, they, they, I don't know who wrote this film, but it's like, they knew how to prey on us women because we, we're, oh, Team Edward, Team, um, what's the other one? Taylor, Jacob. Potter, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Jacob. Team Jacob. Yeah, I was actually Team Jacob. <laughs> I was Team Jacob for a while until I saw, like, the, like, last movies, and then I was like, oh, okay, fine. But it was like, but then, and then they had the nerve to have Jacob, like, in, in print or have, like, an imprint on the, the Bella's daughter, which meant that, like, he would, like, be, like, her and him together forever. And I was like, 
bitch, there's like so much wrong with that. There's bestiality, first of all. There's like, he's like, she's a baby and he's a grown man, like an adult, like a teenager, but still, he's way older than her. And like all of this stuff, like, okay, okay, Twilight, cool. Thanks for like lying to us, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Since you mentioned like something where like some old fuck is trying to like seduce some young fuck and all that, um, there's this movie that I watched that I reviewed in my last podcast that's gonna be coming out pretty soon. Um, it's this movie called A Witch That Came from the Sea, and it came out in 1976. What happens in this movie is that you follow this female lead named Molly, and she's pretty much like a traumatized serial killer so why i say traumatized is because she was multiple times raped by her father Ugh. yeah and because she was raped by her father it left like a very traumatizing experience on her so what she ends up doing is like killing every man that kind of reminds her of her father which is like anybody that's like big and kind of like muscular so or if if they say like i'm your papa it reminds it reminds her of her dad yeah right so so it's like a trigger so this movie i would have to say you gotta check out because it's it's so it's not like art the clown disturbing but when you figure like the traumatizing experience that's happening to this girl it's you just be like what the fuck and there's a scene in the movie which again i'm i'm gonna have to have you watch it (laughs) is it the one that you had in your story where she was like i don't know what she was cutting out there's some bitch she was cutting out yes yes that that was that was the movie that was the movie but that's not the scene (laughs) that's not the scene there's a scene in this movie that you would just be like, what the, this was allowed? <laughs> like, wow, that's crazy. Oh my God, I'll have to peep it out definitely now. Yes. Great. I'm gonna send it to you because it's on, um, it's on both Amazon Prime and it's on Tubi. Okay, I, I have both of those. Just yeah. So. yeah, so definitely check out because it's, this was one movie that I thought was like, because I was on my 70s, um, 70 movies watch. Uh-huh. So like all of like last month, all I was doing was kind of watching a lot of, se- well, I was watching a mixture of movies, but I was watching like a lot of 70s movies. Yeah. And what I was doing was like, kind of like making a topic out of it. But um, yeah, it was like my 70s movie watch. And this was one movie from the 70s that just made me, go like what the fuck did i just watch bro (laughs) i i believe you because i feel like the 70s era like like they have some shit like suspiria i haven't watched that shit yet because it's like on some other stuff they have phantasm and stuff like that which i haven't watched either and i heard uh there's the other one that's like um not obsession but oh possession but it's not the Benicio del Toro possession one where it's like based on the debuck debuck box or whatever but it's Mm -hmm. like based on like two um people I think the guy from 
uh, the Jurassic Park films, like Alan, who plays Alan, he is in that film and there's like an English lady and they're just like acting totally weird. She's acting really weird and I haven't finished that movie, but yeah, that shit is really insane. I have not finished it because it's just so <laughs> weird. But yeah, like, I don't know, like, okay, so that reminds me of um, Split, how she basically had a child tra traumatizing moment too while she grew up. Uh, or why she was growing up and with her uncle and she shot him, right? She killed him. Right? I haven't watched Split. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's sorry. not important though. Like that that part of it is, is not that essential because it's it's like it doesn't really like it plays into why she is awkward, but it does not really like it's not a main thing. It just plays into why she relates to uh, the 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 split character so yeah mm. yeah okay um you well, should watch that by the way it's a good one uh, <laughs> okay split yeah isn't that part of the trilogy part of the glass trilogy or the unbreakable trilogy yeah it is yeah yeah and i saw glass too and i thought glass was good i a lot of people were talking a lot of shit about it they were like that was terrible they should have did more and I, I okay granted i feel like they should have done more with their characters but i thought it was good so okay all right well since we are going to approach the ultra right now are there any movies that you would like to suggest to the audience? Um, mainly, um, like I said, uh, just since we were talking about uh, those um, like toxic relationships and um, movies like dealing with this topic, I feel like Invisible Man is something that everybody should see, like the new one like holy shit <laughs> this shit's so scary definitely see that because it's like i don't know like i just love the fact that it's like somebody who's um i don't know like I, it was scarier than hollow man like hollow man uh kevin bacon's hollow man was good i don't think it was scary but i think it was good it was a good thriller movie um maybe even a little bit before it's time but invisible man it's like whoo plays on your psyche like she comes to get you like dang like and he's there too the whole time he's there that's why it's like really plays with you like uh -oh. yeah the movie that i would not recommend is is the new grudge don't waste your time that shit was stupid <laughs> <laughs> all right so now i know the new grudge movie is terrible trash super trash crazy because like, so i really wanted to see that movie too I like me too. Like when when I okay, so when my best friend and I went to go see it, I was super hyped to see it because I was like, okay, cool, we'll see what they're gonna do with it. Like, I feel like Japanese horror beats American horror any day, right? Period. That's just because I can't even get myself to watch completely watch a a, a a Japanese horror movie that their shit is on a whole different level like that definitely plays into your psyche so like for me the ring like I've seen Ringo and I've seen Juwan and I think I even seen Juwan too but their level of horror is crazy like and it's good it's respectable I love it but I just feel like 
Like the ring, when I, first of all, I have a problem with Samara. Samara and me are not friends, okay? Like she- I already know. <laughs> right, so bad. Like it was like, oh no. Like she, she's like, everybody has their like horror person that just scared them to death. Like she's my person for sure. I hate seeing her in my dreams and stuff like that. Like, ugh. See, but, sounds yeah. like you need to face your fear because Chucky was my person that I feared the most. Yeah. Got over him. Got over yeah. him by the time I was in seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, I just can't get over like Samara's face. Like her rotten face just messes with me. I can't can't do it. Like I still <laughs> they can't watch the ring again. Like I watched it back to back. Like I watched all of them, all of the ring movies that came out, and then I watched the uh because I was so intrigued by it. That's the thing. Like, these things will scare you to death, but you're so taken with the story. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I know I'm scared of seeing this, but I want to see what's going to happen. So, I, like, I ended up watching all of them. But the first one, whoo, and just this, the, the noises. And, like, I don't know. I guess maybe just at that time, like, that, it just really used to fuck with me. But, um... Like, I've seen it again, because I did, like, a, a short film, uh, not a short film, but it was, like, a short uh, parody of it um, from one of the scenes in the movies, and and I'll post it up eventually on my, my blog, but, yeah, like, she just is terrifying to me, and she's only scary in the first one, like, the second one, the third one, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, that's also scary, but the first one, I was like, this bitch is coming through fucking TVs, like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was crazy, and I just feel like the, the level, their, their makeup, like, her, the makeup in that film was, like, that was some legit like rotten like she was rotted like oh, oh. yeah yeah exquisite good job fuck me up thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right um is there anything that you're working on currently currently um just been really like i said um blogging and just uh just keeping keeping the content up to date and um keeping you guys, you know, interested, uh, as I go, but, um, I know, um, uh, I've been, like I said, definitely asked about the podcast, and it's definitely gonna happen, I'm currently in the process of cleaning my phone, if you guys need to know why, uh, the, uh, so, I, I, I'm gonna get it out there to you guys for sure, so, um, definitely expect that coming up soon, and I know that I, the next goal of mine is to get my my YouTube my horror YouTube channel going too. So, um, but it's it's gonna be kind of like a mixture of like like makeup and like pinup you know outfits or like you know what I'm wearing now or something like that or maybe a haul or and and horror movies as, as well things like that. So it's gonna be kind of a mixture, but I think you guys will like it. So we'll see. But that's something that's coming in the future too. But yeah. All right. Well, that is pretty much it. Can you tell the audience where they can find you? Yes, you guys can find me at Black Girls Love Horror Two. It is Black and then Girls and Love Horror Two. And you guys can find me on my um, uh, on Instagram directly and Twitter the same way. Um, I should come up in Google and you guys should be able to find me for sure. So I just have my Twitter and my Instagram. 
for now. <laughs> and my podcast. <laughs> my podcast too. But yeah. Yep. And as you guys know, you can find your boy on Instagram, Walter Doom, and on Twitter, Walter Doom One, because some asshole took Walter Doom. <laughs> Darn him. Darn him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And of course, I am going to eventually upload, for all you Spotify heads, I am going to eventually upload a lot of the old stuff and current stuff to Spotify. So be prepared to see some stuff on there. And of course, if you're on YouTube, please like, subscribe. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't be a rant. <laughs> Just kidding, you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all of here all yeah. love i am signing out right now you guys this is another episode of let's talk about horror this is your boy walter doom signing out this is america don't let him catch you slipping now black lives matter peace, peace.